Wait, pause for five seconds. Okay, let's do this. Yeah, we're doing it. Mounted high Ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you. Are you Marvin Gaye and I'm Tammy Terrell? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yes. Cool. <laughs> yes, we are. Hey. Hello. Who are you? I'm Marvin Gaye. <laughs> and I'm Tammy Terrell. And, and we're here to tell, talk to you about R&B and Motown. That's right. <laughs> that is correct. But. Yeah. If we were to put on a different persona that I, isn't our own, you know, <laughs> me as Marvin Gaye. Yeah, and me as Tammy Terrell, I would totally be uh, Brianna Williams or and, Brie. And I'd be Wayman Singleton or Way. And we would be the hosts of the Black and Animated Podcast. That sounds like a pretty good idea. I think, I think, uh, you know what? We should do this. I think we should do that too. Marvin, I think we should, I think we should do that, Marvin. Yeah, I think so too. What was your name, Tim? (laughs) 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 Hello, folks. Hello. It's been... One week since you looked at me. It's been a whole couple of months. Mm Mm-hmm. Since you last heard our voices, maybe. Unless you, like, hang out with us or know who we are. I mean, I guess you know who we are now, but I mean, like, IRL. It's been been a minute. It's been a minute since an episode. Yep. A whole couple months. Yep, a whole couple months. But as time flows on, things begin anew. And so season three is here to begin anew. Woo! Oh my god! <laughs> Welcome to season three. Trace? Of the Black and Animated Podcast. Oh my god, is that Blaze number three? What are we gonna do? Yeah, it's kind of. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got spooky. I got creepy, spooky. creepy. Um, and we're happy to be back. <laughs> happy to be back with, here. Yeah, back here in talking this, animation, talking with creatives. In this history of months of black. That's right. Black History Month, guys. You know it. Of course, we should maybe have not just one month, but you know. Hey, every month is Black History Month. Yeah. Yeah. We carry it in our hearts. Yeah, that's right. And to start off the season, we thought it'd be a great idea to uh, talk about a historic figure. James Earl Jones. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) He does play a part in this. (laughs) He does. Uh, Hello, uh, my name is James Earl Jones. Whoa! <laughs> and I'm Jimmy. Like, how'd you get here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what my uh, family members call me in passing. Good they call old me. Jimmy. They call me good old Jimmy. <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jimmy, Jimmy Johns. That's what I like to eat. <laughs> Jimmy Johns. That's why I look like I'm 45, even though I'm like. 70. <laughs> I don't know exactly how old I am, but I'm pretty up there. Thanks for being on the podcast for this uh, moment, James. Yeah, it was really great. It's really great. <laughs> I've been so busy thinking about how I was in The Lion King 2019, and <laughs> I, I was tired. I was a little tired in that one. Tired. But I did my best with That's all Beyonce. we had. That's all. <laughs> right, now I'm gonna go. Best friend Beyonce. Yeah, oh, thanks for yeah. thank you for gracing us with your presence. <laughs> All right, have a have a have a good one, children. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Remember, do not forget me. <laughs> okay, Mufasa. Um. Wow, I can't believe Daniel Jones was here. Yeah, that was unexpected. Do not know how he got into my apartment. <laughs> Um, but he does play a big part in this episode. Well, not a big part. Well, wait. A tiny part. A tiny part, but he's still included in this episode because today we're talking about uh animated film called Our Friend Martin. Our Pal Martin. Our... My Friend Martin. <laughs> Our Pal Martin. It has three titles because yes. couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> uh, Our Friend Martin Yeah. is a... Straight to VHS 
<laughs> I almost said DVD. Straight. Straight to VHS uh, educational film mm-hmm. about Martin Luther King. Yeah, it's about these two young young bucks who are, I guess, 12? Yeah. It's I didn't know too, that. The <laughs> Google describes them as teenagers. Yeah. But they're 12 years old. I mean, when you're 12, you're a preteen, so, so you still have the teen in there. But it's about these 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 two these two young gentlemen, mm-hmm. Miles and Randy, mm-hmm. who end up time traveling back through the life of Martin Luther King Jr. when they go to visit Are you crying? <laughs> Sorry. No. <laughs> Sorry, he grabbed a piece of tissue and started wiping his eyes, and I was like, what's going on? Yes, everything must be said. Why are you crying? I just got something in my eye. Okay. I'm strong. I'm strong. But yes. It's okay. Mark's okay. Is he, though? No. Sorry. But yes. yeah, uh, Miles and Randy end up time traveling through Martin's life when they go after they go visit the museum that well Martin's childhood home is like now a museum I think it's that way in real life currently yeah. I believe um and Whoopi Goldberg Miss Miss Peck who's mm-hmm. like the curator of the museum mm-hmm. um shows them around and then they end up finding Martin's watch when you wind the watch and and if, and if you touch stuff in Martin's r- room you end up time traveling to a certain point in time based on like the information or like what the object is and Miles and Randy end up learning about segregation and how Jim Crow sucks and how being a, a little cool skater white boy and a cool um, baseball playing black kid and their friends can cause trouble back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And they bring that knowledge with them back to the present day and age of the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's, oh, yeah, because yeah, this was 1999 yep. when this movie came out. Um, it looks so 90s. It looks very 90s. It feels very 90s. Mind you, both of us have seen this before. This isn't like our first viewing. Right. This is a movie that, for those of you who are like within the 20, like 20 something age range, I'm assuming you've probably seen this in school at some point. Yes. Because they played this a lot when I was young in school. Yeah, I definitely saw it. On a VHS <laughs> in school, probably like elementary school, um, many a time, and I don't think I've ever seen it on TV. Yeah, I don't think no. I've seen it in t- on TV either. I feel like it would have been cool if it was playing on TV, but yeah, no, it, it was, might have been. Maybe it was maybe. played on TV, but yeah, I mostly remember it from watching it in school. Mm-hmm. I actually was talking about it recently uh, with some coworkers, and they said that they couldn't remember it i guess they had no memory of it but i guess it's like not Hmm. not every school i guess you know um but yeah it was definitely played at my school Mm -hmm. um definitely around uh martin luther king's birthday yep definitely around black history month the this film was actually released a couple days before his 70th birthday oh that's right yeah yes um so yeah we're going to talk to you about our friend martin it's jam-packed with a lot of big names, yeah, <laughs> surprisingly, for being a straight-to-video. There's so many. Yeah. You got John Travolta. Uh, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy Jones. Jimmy Jones. Jimmy John. Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, Jaleel White. Um, LeVar Burton. Oprah. Oprah's, Oprah is in there. Oprah? Oprah. <laughs> Beyonce. No, Beyonce's not in what there. If? <laughs> what if Beyonce was in there? She's oh, not. Man. She's not in there. I feel like if it was made today, though. Ed Asner. Well, I guess Ed Asner's kind of a celeb- celebrity to yeah. people. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a celebrity. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like you were saying, like, it's just these two... Oh, oh, Danny yeah. Glover and Sammy Jack. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Sammy Jack, of course. Sammy Jack. Samuel L. Jackson, um, for those not in the know. But, um, yeah, um, all these names appear in this straight-to-video film. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, I think um, one of Martin's children does a voice in this as well. I believe Yolanda King does a voice, oh, although cool. I'm not quite sure who she voices oh snap but i but i i can't quite recall but i know she is a voice in this film Mm -hmm. yeah 
I'll throw it out there. Yeah, um, and this film was originally produced, not, I don't know why I said originally, <laughs> this film is produced by Deke Entertainment, and it has that Deke style, <laughs> like it's very reminiscent of, well not reminiscent, but it has like, it reminded me of X-Men, the animated series. Like the, the 90s one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was just like had that heavy like uh dark shadows and super contrasted but like mm-hmm. like a comic book almost. Yeah, it was very it had that comic book feel to it. I think like a lot of cartoons in the 90s kind of especially commercials, like a lot of commercials like like oh yeah cool I this is a new super soaker gun I can uh, steal my little sister's journal <laughs> I don't know that's so true <laughs> like so the commercials it looks like, like that <laughs> we're just like <laughs> I'm gonna steal my sister's journal she's talking about Daniel <laughs> <laughs> oh my god now when she loves him <laughs> I feel like I saw a lot of those commercials but it was like um for diaries so like. Yeah, uh, it was like um, I don't. I just combined girl. Super yeah, <laughs> you did combine Super Soaker. But no, I feel like I remember a specific commercial where it was like there was a toy a, that was there like was, that. Yeah, and it was like a diary that was hard to get into. And I remember there was a kid who had a like a Super Soaker type water gun, <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> "I'm gonna get into my daughter, my, my daughter, my, my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my sister's journal. My daughter." And she was like, "Stop." <laughs> you can't get in. It's locked. Because there's like a password for it. Yeah. I think like, I had that journal. Oh, snap. Okay. But I didn't have like an obnoxious little brother to keep out. I just had it because I was like, yeah, I don't want a journal. And I <laughs> didn't journal it. <laughs> because who has the time to commit to journals? The 90s. Am I right? <laughs> yep, the 90s. And yeah, if you haven't actually gotten to see it in your elementary school... Hey, you can find you it on check YouTube. Because for, for a straight-to-video uh, movie, like some might think, oh, yeah, it's not to the quality of a feature film or whatever, but this is actually, like, it's pretty good in terms of, like, how the story goes and just, like, the emotional beats. It carries it pretty well. Yeah, like, it, sure, is it hokey and kind of cheesy? Sure. So much but, cheese. But it really is... Um, and this kind of sounds like I'm wrapping up when I say this, but I do want to like say that I think it's um, this is an important thing to show kids. I mean, they are literally talking about segregation and Jim Crow and just how like um, prejudice and racism is a bad thing. Does the movie kind of do that thing where it's like it's over? <laughs> I feel like it. It does I, and doesn't. It yeah, it kind of does, but it kind of doesn't. I feel like it does only because it just needs to have a finale. It had to have a conclusion, yeah. I guess. And it's a kids' educational video, so like it wasn't gonna be like everything's still bad. Yeah, because at the end, at the end, um, Whoopi Goldberg's character, Mrs. Peck, who I said before is like the curator of the um museum, she says like you know people still have problems today, but it's better than it was and i feel like you know if we keep doing our best it will be better mm-hmm. but the funny thing was in our rewatch Wayman and i looked at each other and we're like, mm. <laughs> like mm, it's, it's it's a it's it's, a, yeah, it's, it's been it's, 20 years after this <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's 2020 and um we're um okay yeah <laughs> the president mm-hmm. politics anyway um <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> but no it is it's it's not at it's a different it's a different kind of prejudice and a different kind of racism going on mm-hmm. it's not as blatant as i we literally cannot sit on the bus next to people it's just, it's like systematic and and it and it creeps up on you and it's like a slow it's like a not a slow build but like a how would i describe it just like a it affects you in the workplace, affects you. It's just not blatant, mm-hmm. as blatant, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean it's not there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think it also, um, 
And again, I think it is seeing, for kids. Yeah, I've see, I think seeing it for kids is, like, also important because it kind of, like, I don't know, it gives this feeling of being grateful or uh, showing gratitude for those who came before us yes. and the trials and tribulations that they had to go through for us to even get to where we are now. Yeah. Though it's uh, not, like, a perfect or ideal for a lot of people, mm-hmm. it's so much has so much work has been put forth and mm-hmm. it's it's a brilliant film to like showcase recognizing that yeah and uh having kids understand to recognize that yeah and 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 understand for the kids also to understand that like even though like this figure isn't here they would still be so happy to know that stuff got better and even if they can't see it they know that the work that they have to put into it, something, you know, is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good enough because, like, at the end of the movie, like, m- well, Miles and them, like, find out that Martin gets assassinated and they freak out. And we're kind of like, you're you're all, like, 12. Shouldn't you know this already? Yeah. <laughs> you're 12 years old. You should probably already know that Martin Luther King was assassinated, but all right. Sure. And they're like, hey, we got to like try to stop this like it's not cool that he doesn't get to see like where uh, what his work has done for them at that time you know and it is sad you know it is something that probably as a kid you would generally think about like oh man i wish this person was here to see like what they changed mm-hmm. but you know when they go back in time and they bring martin back to 1999 <laughs> <laughs> it's like no because he's there as a kid with them it's still the same. Right. Because he wasn't there to do what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. And Martin recognized that and was like, hey, you know what? Like, it's fine. I need to go back and do this stuff so that way you can have a better future. And it's okay if I don't get to see it. Oh, man. Give me goosebumps. <laughs> Sorry. It actually, and again, it goes back to like, even though it's the the movie as a whole, like, you know, time travel to see, like, this historical figure is, like, a little cheesy. Mm. The movie does kind of have some moments that are, like, oh, oh, that's a little intense. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, one of the things you mentioned while we were watching it um, was the fact that they use actual live footage, like, documented mm-hmm. footage of things that were going on in Alabama at this time. Yeah. Um, like, showing the segregated, like, uh, areas, like bathrooms and buses and things like that. Um, showing uh, how uh, black folks were hosed down, like, mm-hmm. when they were protesting. Um, yeah, that And that. the marches and the speech, uh, the famous I Have a Dream speech. Mm-hmm. Um, just showcasing that intercut into the film um were just like, br- like some moments were more visceral than others yeah they were very visceral and emotion filled and it's hard not to get emotional while watching those moments because it's like oh yeah this is what actually happened this is real like uh, it's not just a cartoon you know like you just... commented on the part when um they were when miles and martin well, this is like post Miles bringing Martin to the future mm. when they were like walking because they can't ride the bus because yeah. they're both black. They're not allowed to go to school, but they have to walk to school. Mm-hmm. And you said that that moment was like, like, whoa, because they like, there was a speech that I believe Martin was giving mm-hmm. and um, just like the footage of how um, he said something about what do you do? When a little, like, five-year-old black boy asks you, like, why do white people treat Negroes so bad and you don't know what to say and, like, your child repeatedly sees things like, um, how you just become boy as a man Mm -hmm. and your mother and your sisters, like, just don't like have don't become misses and they don't they aren't treated proper mm-hmm. and it's like a breakdown of your psyche mm-hmm. and that part was like yeah it was very deep and and this is why these kids are just walking yeah they're just like walking and it's it feels like a just thinking like them walking and thinking about this like type of feel as you know the way the film goes but 
yeah, it was a very powerful moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of another... Because I feel like I had different moments where I was just like, what? What? Like, oh, snap. This is a motion film. Oh, snap. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, There was a moment where you asked to pause, and it was with, like, the teacher. They have a teacher um, whom they see when they go back in time, and they, you know, of course, don't... She doesn't recognize them, whatever. They just talk, and... Yeah, so... Their teacher's a white lady named Mrs. Clark. Mrs. Cl- Mrs. Clark. Sunshine Clark. Sunshine Clark. And she's she's pretty cool. She's like um. She's very reminiscent of the teacher from Recess, who's like this cool progressive lady. Mm-hmm. You know, um. And. I guess she was at the march in Washington, like, because this would have been um. Thirty, forty years ago, mm-hmm. with it being the nineties. Which is really something to think about that, like, literally the ban on Jim Crow and, like, segregation laws, if you think about it in the sense of, like, we were born in, like, 93, 94, and those laws are pretty recent. Yeah. And that's still buck wild to think about. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's one of the big things, too, that I think um, is presented into the film like uh, like gives the audience or the yeah the viewers it's just like yeah this was recently recent enough that there's video footage that yeah. they can show that this was ha- like this was recent yeah because it's like the whole argument of like oh slavery was like 400 years ago and it's like sure but you know like the the, the like sure slavery was like 400 plus whatever years ago but like the systematic form of slavery was only outlawed like 30 40 years ago mm-hmm. and even then there's still like a lot of like other crap that's still in place that's still happening right so it's like a constant like you gotta you gotta keep chipping away at it yeah you know yeah and just thinking about it in the context of like 90s like kids watching it mm-hmm. and putting to and those that are a bit older kind of putting together like okay they're talking about like 50 uh, 55, 60, 64, whatever the dates. It's like, that was like only like 30 something. Like that wasn't that long ago. That's yeah. like the age of a mo- your mom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's like, <laughs> that's like one, that's one mom. adult person. That is one mom. <laughs> it's like one person became an adult in that span of time. Yeah. <laughs> like, and yeah, it's just a generation. Like, I don't know. It's, yeah, it is mind boggling mm-hmm. <laughs> to understand that. Um, but I want to get back yeah, to sorry. the teacher. So the teacher, <laughs> when they meet the te- meet up with the teacher, and she's being inspirational, inspired because Martin Luther King is in the middle of a speech. Yeah, she's probably like she, a teenager or yeah, something? Yeah, she's probably like late teens or something because everyone looks super old in this movie, no yeah. matter what age they are. <laughs> And they're like, oh, yeah. The designs are, are just very they're proportions like older. of just adult. <laughs> like, oh, this kid's 10. Mom was like, yeah, sev- I made it to 7th grade. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what? truly. I thought it was like... It's like JoJo's. I like, thought mine. he'd be in like 10th or 12th grade. <laughs> it's literally like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Like, my name is Jotaro Kujo, and I'm 17. I'm like, that's a grown man. <laughs> You're not 17. <laughs> my name is Jorino Giovanna, and I'm 15. I'm like, <laughs> Lies. but um yeah so sunshine is says she mentions that um oh no miles while um it was randy says it oh randy says it yeah Yeah. this is he mentions like oh this is um mr king is doing something great for black people yeah and mrs clark says this isn't just good for black people this is good for everyone of every skin color because I forget exactly what she says because this is like. She the says seeds like he gives for... us. She said like Martin is was put on this earth for for everyone, not yeah. just for black people. Right. So that because like his whole vision is that every man, woman, and child has are like created the, equal. The, are created equal and has like the power to be like the voice of reason and change that they want to be. Right. So, something along those yes. lines. Yeah. And I just thought it was kind of interesting looking at it from like a 2019, 2020 kind of lens, mm-hmm. um, like just current political climate, current lens mm-hmm. and how not that I don't think that Mrs. I think it's interesting that with Mrs. Clark being a white woman, Mm-hmm. her kind of and again i know she's like a teenager at this point but mm-hmm. and her being at the march in washington is pretty cool and everything mm-hmm. 
but with her being kind of a white, with her being a white woman, it's interesting that she's um, while Martin while what Martin was doing was indeed he like he did advocate for like the equality of like everyone and that like we're all created equal and that we shouldn't like black folks shouldn't be mistreated. At the core of it, like he was trying to advocate for the civil rights of African Americans in the country. That's what he was doing. Right. And. It's interesting that a white woman who is supportive of this plight says that he's more than... It's not just about black people. It's about everybody. Mm. And I'm not saying that that's wrong Mm. because equality for all is important. But it, it kind of reminds me of certain things going on now with our political climate where you have like marginalized groups whether it's for latinos or for black folks or um people who are queers and lgbtq and the kind of intersectionality of it and how people who are allies whether they're white or cis or straight kind of take that and make it about everybody like make it about the whole and not about the group being marginalized Mm. like they say oh it's not it's not just about them it's about everybody you know and it's it's weird to like i i feel like i can't quite articulate what i want to say Mm -hmm. but it's just the thought that hit me that it reminded me of just talks i have had with peers who are white where they like they they are empathetic and they understand but they kind of make it about they make it about like not the group that's marginalized you know mm-hmm. and that's just interesting to me mm-hmm. like it's just a critique but it's not like a bad critique i'm not quite sure but it is something that i wanted to say so is it like uh are your thoughts like when you say like a group that's mar- marginalized are you saying like in a certain scenario or story in which that um marginalization or um problematic circumstances brought up but then uh ally would be like that is a problem but also everyone kind of is having the problem not just you like yeah that, ki- that yeah kind, kind of, of kind okay. of like that yeah okay. that's, i guess that's kind of where i'm going with it okay and it's just interesting because mrs mrs miss clark Hmm. is Mrs. Clark is a white woman and she's saying these things and I feel like I don't I don't think this was an intention of them back in the 90s to do that mm-hmm. like I don't think they're trying to like dismiss the plight of black folks right. but it is interesting that it is coming from a white woman saying this yeah because you did you yeah when you first paused it or asked me to pause it um you mentioned like your first question was, do you think they knew what they were doing? It was something along like this, but do you think they knew what you were doing when they had a white woman say that? Something like that? Yeah. Like that was like the question that you raised. Yeah. Um and yeah, I feel like I mean to to that part of the, the question, I, I definitely think they did know mm. because they had Randy who is Miles's white friend. Yeah like have mentioned that yeah like, and he, like he kind said of, it yeah he said it he was like oh this is great what they're doing for black people huh yeah and um she was like hey fellow white fellow white hello fellow white <laughs> let me let me have a conversation with you <laughs> let me lay it down <laughs> like this is good for everybody not just um black folk but this is good for everybody so i think that because i imagine like oh if this was a black person saying this to the white kid or a black person saying it to another black kid it might feel dismissive yeah like not like maybe not just dismissive but also like i don't know trying to uh, yeah i think dismissive might be what i'm trying to go for because it's like it it kind of gives the message of like everyone is in it together like civil rights it gives like a different viewpoint because i feel like the entire film is like skewing that way of like everybody yeah well um like from the beginning 
from the beginning of the film to that point, it felt like this is just black people. So I think that they were definitely saying like, hey, it's it's everybody. White person, you say this lied because it's everybody. Yeah. So that's when it was like started being like, no, this is good for everyone. Well, it, it's interesting, too, because like that's the whole thing that kind of went down, too, when the civil rights movement was going on, that you saw all these black faces. You saw these black faces on the news just getting beaten and everything, especially when the uh, the footage specifically of like the protests in Birmingham, like that was the footage that kind of made, um, uh, well I think it was like Bobby Kennedy be like, John, you need to do something, please, John, please, mm-hmm. please, because because a lot of people don't know like JFK kind of didn't really care about the plight of black folks in the beginning. He was just kind of like. Eh. This is bad, I guess. And then the dude before him... I guess I should do something about this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it's me, JFK. And, and uh, I can't remember who the president was before him, but it's the, the president before. Was that mm-hmm. Nixon? I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. Whoever it was, I don't know my president. <laughs> Please, I'm so sorry. 80s. I'm, I'm so sorry. But whoever it was before JFK, or a little bit before JFK, uh, it was Truman? like, maybe? Wait, hold on. Did... Did Martin get assassinated before JFK or after? Oh, that's a good history question that I don't know the answer to. Because. Excuse me. Because the, <laughs> I only watched uh, our friend Martin, not our pal JFK. <laughs> because in Selma by Ava DuVernay, please mm. watch it. Um, it wasn't JFK. It was a different president who's who was like an old grandpa who I don't remember who it was. L-J- LBJ? Maybe it was LBJ. Maybe it was Hoover. Wait. Is that the right president? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know our president! Gosh. <laughs> I was trying to remember which president got Man, polio. I don't know no I don't know nobody before G- George H. Bush, to be honest. Capital O. Last name, Bomba. <laughs> Because <laughs> what? It's like, it's, it's like, it's George Bush, then it's Bill Clinton, then it's George W., and then it's Obama, and now it's this gremlin. I don't know. Now, All those other names you said around Obama. Obama. <laughs> so it's Obama, 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 <laughs> Obama, gremlin. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, I don't know who's <laughs> before John F. Kennedy. Sorry, okay, uh, well, it was it was this grandpa, I guess. Grandpa. It was, I'm just going to say it was this grandpa. Somebody somebody tell me who it was, because I'm so bad <laughs> I can at look, it. I'm, I'll look it up, because I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Uh, U.S. Presidents. I'm sure Google will know that I'm looking for the order of presidents. All right. Is it Let's in order? See. It's loading. I think it, yep, it is. All right. Thank you, Google. All right. Okay, so before Wow, JFK look at all those white faces. Is Eisenhower. Oh, I was close. It was Eisenhower? Yeah, so before Eisenhower was Truman. So I was pretty close. Okay, who's after JFK? Uh, LBJ. <laughs> so I was double close. Okay, so then <laughs> maybe it was LBJ then that, mm. that, that was kind of like... Because I know one of the Kennedy brothers... Was also like, bro, bro, you, you, this is bad. Please, mm-hmm. please do something. And and LBJ's like, nah. Oh. Nah. I think. Mm. I don't know. Oh, I thought Nixon was the 80s, maybe 70s. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Everything. Watergate. Presidents. Pres- presidents whoever this president was was too. was a grandpa yeah anyway um what was i saying oh yeah jfk was kind of like eh, black people i guess and mm-hmm. then his brother was like no really though this is a problem he's like oh i guess this is a problem mm-hmm. <laughs> um where was i going with that oh right i was going with the fact that yeah like you, you see all these like um black faces of people like getting like brutalized and beaten on the news yeah. and very scary. And, like, white America you, was like, this is not great. But you but you also kind of, especially with, like, the, 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 the march on the Selma Bridge, like, um, it kind of took people that weren't just black kind of coming in, and then people were, and then white America was kind of like, oh, okay. Mm. Which sucks. Mm-hmm. 
but right it could like i mean going back to what we were talking about with um miss clark sorry i was trying to remember yeah clark's name. it could that could be taken like a white person is saying like hey to kind of get them this on is board good, everybody <laughs> yeah to get them on board right. like that's probably why like you have randy and mrs clark having that exchange mm-hmm. to 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 get Probably to get white kids like, who don't hey, get it. It's not just it's not just them. It's us too. Come on. So that way, like, um, little Darnell and his best friend, um, Jake, are hanging out, and <laughs> and 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 and, and, Jake, <laughs> and little Jake isn't like Darnell. I'm so sorry that everybody's so mean to you. And Darnell's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Woof. Oh man. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> also. Why did they have a whites only sign in the school <laughs> if there aren't any black kids allowed uh, on the property? There's this part where they go back to the school. Everything's like it's the future where yeah, everything's this is, bad. Yeah, this is it, this is like the post bad, the, yeah, the bringing bad. Martin to the 90s. And yeah. Mm-hmm. We and should mention though that like the friend group gets broken up. Oh yeah, so yeah, the friend group gets broken up and everything um, because they, they go back in time to basically save Martin um, and... Uh, the four friends at this point in the film, there are four of them now, um, bring Martin back to the present. But because they took him out of his timeline, everything's changed and like there's two uh, white boys, a Latina never... girl, and then black boy. Mm-hmm. And uh, everything's like gone to crap, or has basically stayed the same. And um, they try to find out what happened to their friends because they basically get split up. And uh, the bully kid and his best friend are acting like super racist and bad and weird so they go try to go back to the school and the school is now a whites only school um and they go to drink to a at a water fountain well miles is like hold up i'm thirsty <laughs> hold up i'm thirsty i'm thirsty y'all <laughs> and then the principal shows up who i think is voiced by frank With- frank welker or is it Ed Asner? I think that was Ed Asner. Yeah, Mr. Fredrickson is a racist. I think Frank Welker, excuse me, was uh, Bull, Bull Connor. Connor. Yeah. Scooby-Doo is also racist, guys. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> apparently so. Um, yeah, it was so weird because this, there was a sign over the water fountain that said whites only, but it was like, we were like, this is a whites only school. Why is there a sign that says exactly. whites only? But it's like, okay, but the thing is, like, we didn't know it was a whites-only school at first. And then when you watch it, like, the principal's like, these, you know they're not allowed on the school property. And then when they go to the classroom, where it normally would have been Miles' class, it's just a bunch of random white kids that they don't know. And the teacher is looking all, like, demure and, like, sad and quote-unquote sad womanly, (laughs) I guess. Mm -hmm. And... He's like, yeah, they're not allowed the premises, and it's like, well, then why do you have a white only <laughs> yeah. sign? You should, you you know, why do you have that in in the? Why do you have oh, that? Man, I have a similar thing. I didn't bring it up during the film, but I kind of had like a similar like, wait, why is that sign there when they're on the train with fifteen-year-old Martin, and the cars are separated, but like there's a Negroes only sign, and I was kind of like, wait, were there? What, wouldn't it be like color coloreds only or like whites only like wh- where it was no one else well, allowed to ride this trade well no i think and i i mean even when they showed the video footage too it was colors only so i was like oh that's an that's a oh that's an interesting Wait, side was this a black people only trade car like where were the other uh, people of color going <laughs> I don't know, but I mean, like he said that he closed the curtain because they're crossing the Mason Dixon line. So, no, yeah, yeah, no, that no, I mean the the segregation. That's not what I was confused by. The actual sign that was like because basically like this car is black people only, which meant that like the next car was obviously white people only. But then I was like, wait, so where are the other people of color going to be going? This is this the world's not just black and white. Is basically what I was yeah. what I'm saying. So I was like, huh, okay. <laughs> And it and it is interesting, like, when you think about it, because we don't really, I feel like American history doesn't quite cover, like, what happens to people who, people who are of 
like the Asian variety. Right. People who are Pacific Islander. Mm-hmm. People who are, um, I think. Latin, Latinx. Pe- people who are, are Latinx. People who are. Native American. People who are Native American. Indigenous American. Pe- yeah, Indigenous American. People who are. I'm not sure. It's Philip. Philip. The Philippines and like Thailand, like in considered that's in Southeast Asia. Oh, that is also specific. Yeah. Well, pe- people who are Southeast Asian, I just wasn't sure like which. No, yeah. Classification, but you know, Filipino, Thai, all, all that, all all of that, like what? All of them. <laughs> Pacific Islanders. Because <laughs> there there are other people of color, and it is interesting because it just feels like when we study this in American history, it feels like we don't necessarily talk about like what white America considered them i mean they i mean they were not considered white but the mistreatment of people who are black was so intense that it does make you curious like what was and i'm and i'm sure the mistreatment of people who are other people was was bad too absolutely it's just that it's It's, like did they have signage for them just like they had for us and you don't really know i feel like there was like that's what i'm saying like through through a lot of the document footage that they had in the film they showed colors only, so like that's basically not white only. Oh, so you're so, saying so they like, had those signs. So you're saying I'm it just saying would have made the, sense to have colored on there. Yeah, not, exactly. Not Negroes. Yes, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes. <laughs> that makes yeah, sense. because in the film they definitely do show colored only in the actual live action footage. Yeah. That's why I was confused by the Negroes only sign. I was like, huh, okay, I don't know why they did that with the layout, but. Fine. <laughs> like, it I guess it makes more sense. It could just be because, too, that, like, um, that maybe that particular train, like, is just so southern that they're like, yeah, it's just black people, right? I don't think there's anything else. Right. In the world. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Alabama. Yeah. Alabama's fine. It's just the racist stuff isn't fine in Alabama. Nope. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see. But yeah, I just have like vivid memories of watching this as, as a little little baby child, mm-hmm. and I shared it with my little sister and my cousin because I think they were like second or third graders, and they told me that they had never seen it before and that they didn't really talk too much about Martin. And I was like, "What? You yeah. need to watch this." Because I guess they just don't show it to kids anymore. I don't think they yeah, show this I to guess, kids anymore. Yeah, I guess not. I mean, it makes sense because it's. A little outdated. Yeah, it's it's outdated. VHS. Who has those? It could be on DVD somewhere. Maybe, probably. If someone put it, it was. Just, <laughs> I don't know if they're still. It would have to be distributed during the DVD time, unless someone was like, "I'm just gonna put this on a DVD right, right. and sell it, <laughs> or give it out like he should, because everyone should get their eyes on it mm-hmm. at least once." But I hope that, like, you know, when, but I know that, like, when one day when, like, when I eventually have kids, I definitely will show them this film. Mm-hmm. Because I, just because of what, me seeing it as a kid and how important it is, I feel like it does a good job of, like, telling it through a child's lens. Mm-hmm. Despite the hokiness, despite all that, like, it's still fun. Mm-hmm. Like, time travel, like, stuff when you're a kid, it's like, oh, that's really cool, oh my god, uh. mm-hmm. And, like them interacting with Martin at different points in his life when he's like 12, mm-hmm. when he's 15, 26, and then whatever age he was when he gave the speech. <laughs> yes. Like in his 30s, I think. Yes. Because he died pretty young, if I'm not mistaken. One thing that um, I wrote down in my notes and didn't remember really catching the first time or any other times, I guess I watched it, um was something that Miles mentions in the mm, beginning. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember. Where he says, I didn't write the the whole quote down correctly, um, but he mentions living in color, you can only make it in sports or entertainment. Yeah. And I felt like that was a big thing to like state in the film. I think it was because he was, he was getting failing. low grades. Yeah, yeah he's, he's getting like low getting grades. Like... His, his teacher was talking to him. And he was getting, he had like A plus in gym. And she was yeah. like, hey, what's up? And he's like, baseball. She's like, bro, you got to study. What are you doing? And then he's like, hey, when you're living in color, you, the only way you can make it is through sports or entertainment. 
And she like quips back, well, I'll tell that to General Colin Powell. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I got him. Mm-hmm. Boom. Got him. But that that was something. Like, that I was didn't, a very I, powerful. I didn't catch that <laughs> yeah. either. I was like, oh, been a minute. Snap. I was like, Did he just say that? What? In Hold this on. educational film for kids? In this economy? <laughs> in, this, in, in, this, in, this, in this hemisphere, localized entirely on this VHS. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Aurora I just, Borealis. I feel like that's just a cool thing that they just, you know, threw in there kind of slightly. <laughs> because I feel like that's, like, especially in that time, uh, I feel like less now, but in that time it kind of felt like that was true like if you're not um doing sports or if you're not in entertainment or if you're not trying to become a rapper then you're failing and that was kind of something that felt like was uh in the media i guess around that time like it felt like that um well, also too, like you, you saw so many like black characters again. Like we 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 talk about this like constantly. Like so many black characters in like media are just like sport, mm-hmm. sport, yeah. basketball, basketball, basketball. That's right. I like basketball. Oh snap! Flat I'm top. tall. Flat top. Basketball. Flat sport. Top, basketball. <laughs> I like that. And it's like. Mm, Okay. Hippity. But I, st- I, but I, I know you said that like it's less now, but I still feel like that sentiment is still like within like some young black men. It's definitely yeah. I, I'm not saying it was like completely gone. No, yeah. yeah. But it's definitely to a lesser, lesser extent. Mm-hmm. At least um, from what I have experienced as a kid to what I've kind of see like other kids experiencing now. And there, and there are a lot of, like, places that are going out of their way to be like, hey, you know, you don't have to join the NFL. You don't have to play basketball. Like, do you like writing comics? You can do that, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Do you like voice acting? Go do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah there, there are options. And animation's one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, that was just... A moment that I really wanted to bring back up. It was a good moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're kind of wrapping up here with yeah. our thoughts on our friend Martin. Yeah. Literally, uh, I believe just our general consensus is that it's it's fine. Oh yeah. It holds up pretty well as like a good educational film. It's odd. Yeah, it oddly holds up very well, though yeah. it's like super 90s flavor. <laughs> it's very entertaining and like engaging and heavy mm-hmm. when it needs to be. Right. And like it. I feel like there are some like little things that are weird. Like you think that Miles has a crush on Maria, but then they don't go anywhere with it. But it's like that's not even the point. Right. And. I feel like I feel like they just played with um I don't know middle school flirting or whatever where yeah. it, was, it wasn't exactly flirting but it was the type of like, like uh, ooh, you like hate you. me I'm teasing you and it's type like, stop. Of, and it's just like all right mm-hmm. <laughs> we get it yeah it's it's almost 2000s and this is how you write <laughs> I'm a fool. Colors. I'm a fool, and I just remembered we forgot Angela Bassett's in it too. Oh yeah, Angela Bassett. I'm oh so sorry that we didn't mention Angela Bassett. <laughs> yeah, she's Miles's mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like it, it's a good flick. Uh, show show the youngins. They'll they'll di- I I hope they dig it. I think they'll dig it. Yeah yeah. Oh I yeah, mean, it's on YouTube. I I don't know if it's available to purchase. It might be available to purchase, but probably for a gajillion dollars. Yeah. Cause. I mean, that's what happens with out-of-print things, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like how I wanted to buy Nana DVDs, and they're like $400. Mm-hmm. I really like that anime. <laughs> um, but yeah, go watch Her Friend Martin. You can find multiple copies of it on YouTube. But just as a FYI, there are some versions of this film on YouTube that have audio cut out because I guess the I Have a Dream speech is copywritten. That is strange to me. Yeah. That's not good. That this so, just feels wrong. It does feel a little odd that a speech is copywritten, but I don't know. I feel like especially that one. Yeah. Like, that should be available for people to just listen to. Because mm-hmm. I don't think a full version, 
Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But I don't think I've seen a full version of the speech, like, anywhere. Right. Because it's, like, 20 minutes it's, long. Yeah, it's, like, 20 minutes long. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Time, well. Time to rippity rap. Rippity rippity rap. Ain't no mountain high enough. There's a really long montage at the end. Oh, yeah. Where they go to the hood and paint a mural of Martin and some kids. on the sidewalk. And they don't give them money. They just look at the poor people. And then they all look at the mural at the end. And they're like, this is a sad looking mural. We gotta paint it. Yeah. But that's fine because friendship and, and diversity. Yeah. Brought to you by Black History Month. PBS Kids is sponsored by viewers like you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. To keep up with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Animated. And be sure to listen for more episodes on blackandanimated.podbean.com and on iTunes. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employers. Thanks, guys. Until next time, see you later.